Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 468. Are you stressed? Well, we have a prescription for you. Take a nature pill. That's what we're going to talk about, uh, at least part of the time at, uh, at this episode of the uh, podcast. I'm Mike Wendland. This is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. And uh, you can uh, watch a video version of this podcast on our YouTube RV Lifestyle channel. We'll uh, put a link in the show notes. And also, if you prefer just an audio version, of course, you can find us on all of the major podcast apps, as well as our travel blog, RV Lifestyle. Dot com. Well, we have a lot coming up in this episode. And we're going to talk about Quartzsite. Remember Quartzsite, where everybody goes out west and camps? How many people? A million? Uh, sometimes up to a million in the desert. We are going to talk about why uh, many think that every RVer to really experience the RV lifestyle needs to make at least one trip to Quartzsite. We'll talk to the organizer of the, the next show coming up in just a couple of months and see what you think. Also, and, and if you're nervous because you're camping by yourself, there's also someone who has organized solo campers to all camp together. Plus, RV News of the Week, travel ideas, uh, and your RV lifestyle questions. All that coming up in episode 468 of the RV Podcast. Well, we're coming to you this week from Loblolly Ridge. Us and our favorite 2,000 or so gnats that sometimes <laughs> are, uh, you might see a swat, a couple of them. In gnats the, and a few bees. A few bees, <laughs> yep. Well, it's a beautiful fall day here. And uh, Loblolly Ridge, uh, that, this is um, the, the five acres of property that we've now owned for two years. Mm-hmm. Hard to believe, isn't it? It really is hard to believe. Uh, what was it, five? thousand three hundred acres that we own five acres of yeah it's part of what's called the woodlands at buffalo river development and it's sold out although um the the company that we bought this from tennessee land lakes has a new development just not far from here and we'll tell you about that in a, in a couple of weeks that they're just opening up right now but um we uh, made three full hookups here uh rv sites for ourselves we don't rent them out or anything, but they're for ourselves and uh, sometimes some of our friends or relatives. And um, it has really become a retreat for us. That it has. And this week is very special because uh, it's a, what, a homecoming week in a way because every night of the week somebody's hosting people coming over for dinner. You bring a dish to pass and uh, Cricket, just... Grill out some meat. And, yeah, grill yep. some meat, bring a dish, and um, just get to know each other better. Yep, and it's it's fun because, uh, as I said, this 5,300 acres, it, it was sold off mostly to RVers, people who can stay in their RV, and uh, they come from all over the country, and we've gotten to know many of them, but this, this week uh, has been just great because I think last night we had 67 people that were around the campfire, big campfire. It was a lot of fun. Now, we've needed this property this time. We were at one point thinking of selling it, but we just love this so much. And it has become really our go-to place to decompress, to uh, get away from it. We've had a, a very busy fall season. We just finished uh, hosting uh, a Music City meetup in Nashville. They call this Nashville's big backyard where we are. but. Uh, about an hour and a half away from Nashville, and we had uh, uh, a number of our followers there, several dozen of them. We all went to Grand Ole Opry one night. But we explored Nashville, historic sites, and downtown, just walked around and had fun. So it was a lot of action 
and now we've got a lot of quiet. Just listen. Now you might hear my neighbor, they've got a, uh, an, an ATV, I think that they're uh, working with uh, a, a few uh, hundred yards away. I don't even see them because we're surrounded by these loblolly pines, but this is where we come to, um, to decompress and uh, it's wilderness here. Uh, there's great fishing, there's great hunting, there's the Buffalo River, which is a, a, a world-renowned fishing river and a place Kayaking. to kayak. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very remote. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Michigan's Upper Peninsula and how wild it is and how nature is really the, the, the thing that uh, this whole area, Perry County in Mid-Tennessee is known for. I think what impresses me the most is we had a friend over yesterday and he said, where we're located, the sound of the wind blowing through the pines. Yeah. It's very relaxing. It's just, it's just a, it's like a whisper and it, it just is so soothing. Uh, now, uh, what we have kind of found over the last two years, that's why we kept this place, because it's something that we can use. I've got a gnat in my eye. <laughs> told you there's why. There it is. See it? Oh, Mike, that's gross. <laughs> uh, I told you there's something. Here you um, just told me not to fuss about the gnats. <laughs> I know, but this one flew right in my eye. Excuse me. you got to be a professional. Just don't even blink. <laughs> not even blink. I was that's kind right. of going, oh, okay. <laughs> so this, this idea of decompressing. Uh, we have found uh, a scientific uh, paper that kind of backs up the therapeutic effects of being in nature. And we will link to that in the show notes. You ever need an excuse to get out in, uh, in nature and have a good time. Uh, but this was done by the University of Michigan. And they found that just 20 minutes spent outside, surrounded by nature like this, actually reduces stress hormones in a measurable way. I have to laugh because that uh, the first car just truck just drove yeah, past. Yeah, a car. Yeah. Yeah, we've been here all day. All day. And uh, first, we have first a, actually a county road, you know, seventy yards that way, maybe up a hill. But that's funny. And yeah, as we were just talking to the truck, that's the first traffic we've seen all day. They call this these researchers who did this study, uh, this finding about it, that nature is kind of. People, if, if they take the nature pill, uh, the study says that it can reduce health issues such as chronic stress, uh, blood pressure, cholesterol, heart disease, and weight. And they did this eight-week study. Right? And they tested the people every two weeks with a saliva test before they had their quiet time and then after the quiet time. Yeah, the, and, and they found that a nature experience produced a 21.3% drop in cortisol levels. And cortisol is that stress hormone. Uh, and they said that uh, the sweet spot to get that drop is just 20 to 30 minutes outside. And you don't have to be doing anything. You can just be sitting there looking at the sky, looking and, at the loblolly trees. And I think it was great. They had 36 people that agreed to do this. Yep. And I want to read a quote from this study. It said this, Exposure to nature has many benefits, including better sleep. That's maybe why people always say when they're camping uh, that they sleep better. Uh, reduced inflammation, improved immune function, and key among them, a better state of mental well-being, including stress reduction, and the ability to stay focused, and the experience of awe. 
And I think that, that sums up what we love so much about being here and being, you know, other places and why we love the RV lifestyle because it puts us regularly out there in nature. We do. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here right now watching these bees circle my water. I'm used to seeing these little bees when you go to the apple orchards in the fall, you know, with the uh, cider and the donuts. But here they're coming around for just a bottle of water. And they're nice little bees. They don't sting. Same as last week. Yeah, well, I don't know. But <laughs> the only thing I have is a gnat, a gnat in the eye. <laughs> well, I'm looking at these bees. They like my water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, wait, actually, there's one right over by the camera. Let's see if we can get him to go in front of the wind, he, if, the, if the mirror. He may go in front of it because yeah. uh, we are oh, attracting yeah. bees. Come here. Ooh, Michael. There he goes. There. Did you see him fly go by? Away. Yeah. Go away. He's These are just little, little dinky bees. All right, enough of that, but take a nature pill. And uh, if you're looking for an excuse to get an RV, you could just say, hey, i, I got to reduce my stress, and an, an RV will get us out there in nature. But, mm -hmm. but if you don't have your RV and you can't get in nature, just go hang out in a park or go in your backyard. Take a nature pill, chill out, and get rid of the stress. And if you got questions about the RV Lifestyle, there's no better place to ask them than the RV Lifestyle Facebook group. We have a group of almost 240,000 members now. And, uh, Stay tuned every week to see how much we grow. Yeah, it goes up by over 1,000 a week, every week. Members, new members. And uh, Wendy Boyer is uh, our community manager for that Facebook group, and she uh, files a report each week called the Social Media Buzz. Hi, everybody. I'd like to tell you about a post that was up last week from Brent and Sherry. They were driving their RV from Mesa Verde to Moab. They said the drive was gorgeous, but the road, ooh, not so much. They were bouncing and bouncing. They had a dropped their speed to 25 to 35 miles per hour and when they finally got to their destination they pulled over you would not believe what it looked like inside their rig stuff was everywhere the cabinets open the fridge open food splattered against the walls the carpet just a mess and they shared a picture of this um, on the facebook group apparently they had been camping for four years had always just put like a rag in the handle of their cabinets and it kept everything closed just fine but not on this road. So they got lots of sympathy with this post and lots of good tips on how to make sure your cabinets and refrigerator door don't open up when you're on a bumpy road like that. Everything from childproof safety locks to special things you can buy on Amazon to just a ponytail holder. Um, again, lots of comments on that post and felt so bad for them with that mess. Next, I'd like to tell you something Kenneth shared on the Facebook group last week. So Kenneth had the most perfect spot, gorgeous view, but there was one thing. He was parked underneath an oak tree and acorns were falling constantly on his RV roof. So apparently this sounded like fireworks. It was freaking out his dogs, but then he started thinking, is this causing damage to my roof? So he posted on the group to get people's thoughts. So some said they would move the RV if they were him because you just don't know what it looks like up there. And if you have a skylight, why take a chance of it cracking? Um, others said, you know, it really depends on how big these acorns are, how far they're falling from the tree. But the majority said your roof should be just fine, um, even though it's annoying. And, but what they did say is if you have any slides, if you're under a tree with acorns right now, make sure you blow off those slides because if you get an acorn stuck in there it could cause some real damage and then the last post i'd like to share with you is from luann and this one got a lot of chuckles so poor luann she wrote 
Here's one for you. Anyone ever leave a spouse at a gas station while filling up? I went out to walk the dogs and as I head back to our RV, I see my husband pulling out. Not wanting to chance how long it would take before he would notice I was missing, I had to borrow someone's cell phone and get him to come back. Well, this post got about 500 replies. Um, and you know, can't you just picture the guy? He's in the zone, he's getting his fuel, he's accomplished his mission, he's taking off. Meanwhile, his wife and his dogs are still back there. Uh, again, lots of comments, lots of sympathy, lots of chuckles. Um, and more than one person had done the same thing. I thought that was interesting. And that's it for me this week. I'm Wendy Boyer, and I'll see you next time over at the RV Lifestyle Facebook group. Well, Jen, I have never left you at a gas station. Not yet. Yet. Not yet. Uh, but um, you have taken off with me, not completely in the vehicle, and uh, not completely out of the vehicle. <laughs> but well, yeah, but at least other men fessed up. Yep. That they have done that. You guys get in the box, and <laughs> we, you know you're thinking about what you're going to do next. Yes, we do. We women do. may think of a ten, twenty things all at the same time. I don't know how women do that. Just kind of <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. You guys are but, superpowers. I can't complain because I'm thinking that once I threw away the trash that was in the car and I also threw away the keys for the truck. Oh, that's right. And then right. we got how many hours down the road and I realized I'd thrown out my that's right. keys with my trash. And see, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's reminded me of put, that one. I could have put that on the post that Wendy was talking about. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks, Wendy. And if you're not a member of the RV Lifestyle Facebook group, um, then go ahead. Join those thousand new people that come on every week. <laughs> Just go to uh, rvlifestyle.com slash Facebook. All right, when we come back, why every RVer should go at least once to Quartzsite, Arizona in January. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the interview of the week. Yes, and the biggest RV gathering in the country is almost here. The annual January invasion at Quartzsize, <laughs> Arizona. And there's up to a million RVers who camp in the desert around this little tiny town uh, on the thousands of acres that are BLM land. Now, if people say, how can you put a million people on there? Well, when you look at some of the photos, you can see... People are all throughout the desert. You can camp for free. There's whole little communities and neighborhoods, and it is it is really quite the spectacle. And it's every January, and uh, the big draw for the reason, uh, other than it's become such a tradition, but it's the annual Quartzsite RV show, who's, uh, which will be held, by the way, January 20th through the 28th of 2024. 
It's officially known as the Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show. And really, it is one of those events that is truly a happening and uh, something that every RVer ought to at least consider experiencing at least once. And here to explain why is the show producer, Kimmy King. For those who have never been to Quartzsite, we're, we're calling this episode Why They Need to Go to Quartzsite, just to kind of rehash the history, make sure I have it right. Um, it became, Quartzsite became this big January gathering spot because there was a, originally a, a rock and gem show and it's still out there, very popular. But then uh, they came out in their RVs and more and more RVs and it kind of morphed into this big RV show, which you are the promoter of. And did, did we say that right? That every year in January out there in and around the desert at Quartzsite, uh, 750 to a million RVers are, uh, are out there every year? I would say that's a really good estimate. You know, Quartzsite, people think of January with our shows. That's the time. And that is like the peak. But Quartzsite really has its season from coming into October, maybe end of October, all the way till April, where snowbirds come to get away from those cold weathers and enjoy the beauty of the desert for the, the fall and the winter and the spring. And so you definitely get hundreds of thousands of people camping in and around um, just Quartzsite. Now, when people hear those kinds of numbers, they say, well, it's got to be so crowded. But maybe you can help them understand how big that desert around Quartzsite really is and how much room they have. You know, Quartzsite itself is a small town, but we are connected to the BLM land, the Bureau of Land Management, and that has you know, thousands of acres and acres of land where there's full hookups, there's off uh, off the grid camping, there's um, long term visitor areas, there's short term camping, there's over 50 RV sites within Quartzsite that have full hookups. I mean, the amount of space that you really have is pretty neat. Yes, during our show, there's traffic. There's traffic on the streets, there's traffic in other places. But as you stay in Quartzsite for those, you know, few months, it really isn't as compact and jammed as you would think. Not not at all. Yeah, we were very surprised the first time we went. We just were surprised how easy it was to get around. And even though there's lots of people, um, just a couple of quick questions for people before we get into the show, the RV show part of it. Um, they can camp in the desert. You mentioned that there's free camping, of course, in BLM land. and then mm -hmm. there's, But there's a lot of campgrounds around. People need hookups. Mm-hmm. And there are services that will come and empty your black tanks if you need that done for you. Yeah. So we have, like I said, my show is right next to the long-term camping. There's north, it's um, short-term and long-term. So long-term, you can have like a six-month pass. It's $180 and allows you to stay anywhere from September all the way till April. And then they actually have dump stations within the long-term area. They have water hookups. They have electric. If you're wanting to do short-term or off-the-grid camping, there's free boondocking. 14 days, free boondocking, and there are certain areas. It's like High Jolly Area, Plamosa Road, Dome Rock, and the Scottish Wash. And those are going to be places where you can camp free, 14 days. They aren't as close to the show, so you have to be do some some walking or some driving. But, um, you know, there's a tank. There's places within town that you can actually dump your tanks. So if you're somewhere that doesn't um, have the service to come out there, you can go into into town and uh, dump your tanks, get water, kind of things like that. Um, and there's so many apps nowadays that I was looking into that you can actually go on your phone and find different places or different uh, services that will come out to you to help you with that. 
And there's internet access out there? Yes. So the biggest thing right now is going to be Fastnet USA. They're in courtside. They're the official providers at my show. So at my event, you're going to have free Wi-Fi for everybody. Exhibitors, vendors, sponsors, people that are coming in, free Wi-Fi. And then they also offer packages where it's no sign-up fee, none of that, and you can get internet anywhere in the BLM land. And, and they're Fastnet USA and they're courtside based. And then there's Starlink, which is the other popular one. I'm just not too familiar with it myself. Oh, it, works, it works fabulous out there. I I've really heard agree. great, great things. Yeah. Yep. And then the, the last thing is people always worry about, well, what about groceries and food? It is the middle of the desert. Uh, but there's a lot of people there and a lot of business. So there's obviously food and, re and restaurants and stuff. There is. Quartzite's small. You know, we have a handful of big, big restaurants in town, so they get packed. My favorite is Silly Al's Pizza. They have the best pizza in town. However, you're going to wait an hour and a half to two hours to get a table during my show. Um, we have little mom and pop um, grocery stores in town. They're going to have your basic necessities. They get very busy. So if you need to do a grocery haul, you're going to have to head to Blythe, California. They've got your Starbucks, your Smart Final, your Albertsons. Kind of get yourself together, and then you can get uh, in town. You can get little things here and there from um, the Roadrunner, or uh, we have, um, gosh, what's the other one? Um, the Coyote, the Coyote Fresh. Those are two. Yep. Let's talk about the show in itself. Uh, first of all, January is mm -hmm. the time that everybody comes. That's the original Rock and Gem show still there. And uh, what are the dates for your show this year? My show is January 20th to the 28th, 2024, and we open at 9 a.m. It's a Saturday to the following Sunday. And Sunday, the 28th, we close at 3 p.m. Tell everybody what they can expect. This is a different RV show. It's, it's, uh, it's not necessarily like a Hershey or a Tampa or a California RV show. This is a people's RV show. And what is it like? So we are a consumer-based show. We're not going to be what you would see, as you mentioned, in Florida or Hershey, where you're going to come see the makes and the models and the manufacturers and the aftermarket. We are a sports vacation and RV-based accessory show. I have Paul, um, RV Country, who comes on our show grounds and sells hundreds of RVs. So there are RVs for sale. But the great thing is you get to go in this 690-foot tent, something you'd see in a circus that is lined with exhibitors selling the latest and the greatest in everything off-roading, off RVing, and camping. So you can find generators and pans and solar units, and you can find um, braking systems and backup camera monitors, and then you can find a massage unit, a shirt for your wife, an umbrella for your husband. It's just everything in Quartzsite. Yeah, uh, the show is free? The show's free. Free parking, free entry. It's a mob scene. They come in like ants. You just find where you can park, and you come to the show. And what about uh, people who travel with dogs? How dog-friendly is your show? We love fur animals. We <laughs> love fur babies. We are fur-friendly. Um, I mean, we've seen birds, we've seen cats, but dogs are a specialty. As long as they're on a leash or in a stroller, as many of them like, you're good to go in our in our, in our our show. Now, the history of your show has been really fun. We uh, knew your dad who passed away this, this past year, and uh, what, a, what a great guy he was. Uh, he, he's the one who really started this, and then you kind of grew up into this business, right? 
Yeah. So my dad's, our first show was in 1983. And prior to that, my dad was selling RV awnings. Um, and he actually was in the show across the street from us, which is called Tyson Wells Cellarama. They opened a day before us. And he got kicked out of that show for subletting. He actually started his own show within the show on his booth space. And yeah. so he decided to, why not put up a circus tent in the middle of the desert and call it an RV show? And 41 years later, here we are, you know, no one ever thought it would take off, but he's made um, a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, he sure has. And and just a wonderful character too. Uh, always, always, uh, always. <laughs> but it's really neat to see you, you uh, jumping right in and not miss a thing. You grew up doing these things, didn't you? Yeah, we came out every year. You know, we were in school most of the time. So my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and my dad would come out to the show, and then she would bring me and my brother out um, for a weekend, or we'd take a day off school, and we would come, and we grew up being around this. We would actually take the golf carts and put a tip jar in them, and we would drive around, and anyone who was older or needed a ride, we'd throw them in the golf cart, and we'd take them to their cars and tell them about the show, tell them what to see, about the exhibitors. Um, we were like mini show promoters in the making. So uh, for those who have never been to Quartzsite, have heard about it, why do you, Kimmy King, think they should go to the Quartzsite RV show every January? So Quartzsite is something like you've never seen. It's eclectic. It's literally an RV show in the middle of the desert. You know, we people come from all over the place. And Quartzsite is a destination. Many of the big shows in the city, people come from their houses, stay for an hour, and then go home. People are here to explore Quartzsite. People come here for the experience. You know, we're one of the only shows where you could come in with your rig, drop it off, get it worked on, shop, and then pick it up. You know, we have live seminars that we're, um, we brought back where you can get all the latest and greatest and in educational and informative um, things from our exhibitors. And it's just different. Yeah, we get com compared to the Florida show and the Hershey show, but we're not them. We're Quartzsite. We're much yeah. different. And it's one of those things that you have to experience. And and camping in the desert is just, even with 100,000 people within a four or five mile radius of you or a million people during the whole month, it's still so quiet and so peaceful yeah. and so beautiful out there. And there's so many places you can go from Quartzsite uh, when you're out there. So uh, we, that's why we say, and that's the title of this episode, we want it out early so people can make their plans in uh, why every RVer needs to go. We'll see you in January, and uh, so will about a million other RVers. We can't wait. <laughs> Thank you, Kimmy King. Thank you, Mike, I appreciate it. And meanwhile, what if you're a solo traveler? Feel free, feel comfortable, feel free to go because that can be a little bit intimidating traveling alone. But this year, Janelle Jones, she runs a popular RV group made up of solo travelers called the Wandering Individual Network. And she's extended an invitation to the solo RVers to camp together for this year's courtside event. So that will be fun. And here is Janelle. Talk about your group a little bit and why uh, you're making this invitation to everybody. I belong and own a group for solo RV travelers, which I am one. I joined this club when I first bought an RV and didn't have anybody to travel with. And I have found my people or my tribe or my community, whatever word you want to use. But I know we have an annual gathering, I believe for 13 years now at Quartzsite. And so I wanted to put an invitation out. If you are a solo RVer and don't have anybody to camp with at Quartzsite, you can come camp with us. Learn about the club. Maybe you'll join. You don't have to, but you're certainly welcome to hang out with us. 
Now, where will you guys be camping? It's on Plumosa Road where everybody camps. Our signs will be very visible. Drive down Plumosa, you can't miss us. And we will we'll send everybody to your website, and they can uh, they can contact there as well. Uh, so yeah. They can join. What's the name of your organization? It's Wandering Individuals Network RV Club. I would call it WINS, ac acronym of WINS. WIN, Wandering Individuals Network. Yes. So, uh, is there, have you found that there's a lot of, of solo travelers who perhaps just didn't want to go to Corsair because they just didn't want to be alone in the desert? I can't speak specifically to Quartzsite, but I can tell you our club is full of people, and every day we get inquiries or people join us that travel solo and don't want to be traveling all by themselves all the time. So with our group, you can still travel on your own, but we travel together. So at uh, for people who never been to Quartzsite before, uh, this is a great opportunity to experience it and and to build uh, to do it in community, which is so important. What kind of things will you guys be doing out there besides going to the RV show? I'm sure. Yes, of course, the RV show, the tent show. We've got to see that uh, the for sale stuff along the side of the road. Mike Tyson's, I think it's called. We got to go see all that, but. We're going to have like a couple little educational afternoon, uh, one afternoon, a couple educational things. We're going to play games. We're going to eat. Just It's just a time for us to hang out and be together. We see friends that we haven't seen since last year at Quartzsite. So it's just really a big, I wouldn't say, I mean, I want to say party, but at our age, I don't know if it's, you know, it, it's a party until nine o'clock. <laughs> so in your experience, are there more uh, solo female travelers or more solo male travelers? In my group, there is just a hair more single travelers, single, solo women travelers. I don't want to use the word single, I try not to, because we're not a singles club. We just happen to be solo or, you know, traveling solo. So, but in, in our club, we're just, like I said, about a few more women than men. Yeah, I think that's been our experience as we've traveled. We've noticed uh, even we've got a gathering uh, this week in uh, Nashville, and we've got uh, some solo uh, travelers again, and as we always mm -hmm. do, and they're solo females. And yep. some of them are married. Their spouses just don't want to go with them. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting to see this sense of adventure that is out there. Um, mm -hmm. And with RVs today, it's much safer. People... Um, may not have boondocked before and i think that's one object mm. objection that some people have used not to go to court site why don't you dispel that and talk about how easy it is to boondock out there well and there's campgrounds you could get into also if you still want to be a part of the mix there are some campgrounds but boondocking is number one fun number two adventurous and number three it's cheap i mean you don't pay to boondock generally you, if you have a generator, you can park off to the side with other people using generators. But even if you don't, as long as you control your electricity use during the day, like really restrict it, you still should be okay. I mean, you may have to drive around or run the motor, but it's still worth going out there for the little inconvenience you may have. It is. Well, let's uh, talk it again. Tell us about your website. Where, where should people go to uh, to learn more about this and to uh, get in touch with you and make plans for, for uh, Quartzsite? Yes, absolutely. Thanks again, Mike, for, for inviting me on here. It's winsrvclub.com. Uh, you can email me directly at winsrv at gmail.com, and I can help you through it. We have a Facebook page, Instagram. So any of those, you can reach me or reach the group. 
and and you do other things besides courtside during the year as well. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got, I want to say, eight trips either going on or coming up where once you're a member, you can travel with us, come in and out or stay on the trip as it circles the United States. And again, you do not have to be a member. You're just inviting anybody that wants to go to Quartzsite and would like to be in a group to, if they're traveling solo, to, to come and camp with you guys, right? Yes. For that week, you do not have to be a member. No. And we invite you, if you're solo, you can come camp with us. All right. Well, I hope to see you out there. Thank you, Mike. Yes, I hope to. Thanks so much for uh, the invitation. We will pass it along. Thank you. And, of course, we'll put a link to Janelle's website and to the Quartzsite stuff. All that will be uh, on the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at rvlifestyle.com. So I wonder if any um, anybody meets their special person out there. I suppose <laughs> I suppose. Of course, I guess if you were even married, you could meet your another special. I, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> okay. What are you thinking about, girl? All right, when we come back, it is the RV. <laughs> yeah, wins. Well, that's what they mean, wins. Yeah. It's not just women. It's anybody traveling solo. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of solo travelers. I know. I think on and, and every one of our groups that we do, we have four or five. And uh, and that's good, you know, and they find a really strong community. Uh uh, not just among themselves, they're everywhere. I guess I've always just heard of women solo travelers. No, well, we had a couple guys this time too. So, All right, when we come back, uh, we have the RV news of the week, so stay with us. You can't go to Quartzsite alone, but you <laughs> already have a special someone. Are you ready to embark on an unforgettable adventure in your RV? Our RV Lifestyle Travel Guide eBooks are your ultimate companions for exploring North America's most breathtaking destinations. They'll help you hit the road with confidence and make the most out of your RVing experience. We're Mike and Jennifer Wendlin, and we are passionate explorers and the authors of an entire library of RV Travel Guide eBooks. We have meticulously put together detailed travel maps showing you the best routes, where to stay, what hidden gems to discover along the way. From the majestic Yellowstone National Park to the vibrant colors of Colorado, the awe-inspiring beauty of Utah, the enchanting deserts of Arizona, the tranquil Great Lakes region, the pristine wilderness of the Adirondacks, We've even done a captivating three-part guide to RV travel and camping in Florida. No matter where your wanderlust takes you, we've got you covered. Our curated list of must-see attractions ensures that you won't miss out on any unforgettable experiences. You want to witness the eruption of Old Faithful? We've got you covered. Craving an epic road trip through breathtaking landscapes? We've got the perfect route for you. Dreaming of beachside camping under the stars? We know the best spots. With our ebooks available for instant download at rvlifestyle.com books, you can have the knowledge you need right at your fingertips. Head over to rvlifestyle.com books and start exploring the wonders of North America today. Unforgettable adventures are waiting. Welcome back. The RV News of the Week, and we start off with just a, a terrible story from Banff National Park in Canada. Yeah, this is such a sad story. A Canadian couple who were 62 were camping, backpacking with their dog, and they were asleep in their tent, and a, a grizzly bear attacked. 
they were they did manage to get off a phone call to their nephews saying uh, bear attacked and bad but the uh, grizzly bear killed them both as well as their dog mm. it took what about five hours for the uh, people to find them the rescuers to find them by their tent they had done everything right the food was stored right they they had an empty spray can of bear spray next to them so experienced campers they did everything right but a female grizzly what was she about 20 years old kind of thin grizzly you know I guess she was the bear that killed them and uh, when the uh, rescue team arrived this bear appeared and was acting aggressive towards them and the bear was shot now it, it, these kind of attacks are very rare right. this and, isn't normal. and again we want to stress this couple were veteran uh, campers and backpackers and they did everything everything right they put their bear spray uh, they their had food. bear spray they put their food up above um, but it it shows these things can happen you are outside and it can be dangerous out there and so it was about eight o'clock at night I believe that this happened yeah so they had had dinner and who knows maybe the aroma went out there yeah just a sad story uh, we have a, a link that we will put in the show notes uh, in the news of the week section after the story about uh, how to be safe in bear country and what you can do uh, well get ready uh, the big annual it's not the annual it's the annular big difference annular uh, solar eclipse is uh, coming uh, this uh, this coming weekend and uh, really even people who aren't in the direct path should see something this is uh, this coming Saturday and the annular solar eclipse will occur with uh, people uh, expected to be camping all around its reach in the country this arc of which it's it's happening it's it's kind of a ring of fire is what it looks mm -hmm. like Oregon down to Texas down to Texas and lots of RV gatherings that whole stretch all the way down it starts in Oregon and we even considered having a gathering yeah we did and there's a big there's a, a full eclipse coming in the spring of next year we thought about doing that too and uh, but there are so many other ones out there that you know it's it we may just uh, we just may kind of wait and see what happens on it but it's a great thing you'll see lots of awesome photos and uh, all those people who are camping they're gonna have a great time I had a good time in Nashville you had a great time you like Nashville <laughs> I did yeah yeah we did have fun in Nashville last week but mm -hmm. And then, like I say, we need it. Okay, guys, so, it was either Nashville or the eclipse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it could go either way. Uh, you got to think there's some controversy about some admission policies at these uh, national parks that you've got a story about this week. Ah, well, what I was going to talk about was the uh, that seven senators are going to introduce, they're trying to introduce a bill that would make it so that if you had cash, you could enter the park by using cash, that you didn't have to go with a credit card even though uh, this is becoming a trend in the national parks. I, let's see, which parks are it? Uh, Death Valley and Rocky Mountain National Park went cashless uh, June 1st, and Hawaii Volcanoes and Mount Rainier National Park went cashless in late May. And then some of those little national parks here and there are cashless because they have to, uh, with the cash, they have to hire somebody, an armed truck, and people to take the money to a bank to deposit it. And they say it's faster to use a credit card than to have people give you cash and have to give back, make change. But uh, these seven senators think that it just isn't right that when people go to a national park that they have to use a credit card. And I'm kind of happy to hear that because not all people have a credit card. 
And if you're hungry and you want to buy food, you want to buy a souvenir, you should be able to use cash, I believe. And we'll see what happens. But yeah, we'll see this, what happens if this, this passes or not. So and it's the Senate and seven people. Speaking of parks, this has to do with state parks in one of our favorite states for RVing, and that's Idaho. They're investing $140 million in their uh, parks system, uh, adding hundreds of new campsites and uh, lots of other amenities. They're uh, calling it a once-in-a-generation investment. $140 million can really help a lot. They're using a combination of federal and state funds, and all 30 of the state's parks, the state parks are going to see improvements out there. Uh, they're planning uh, 450 new campsites over the next 10 years, uh, renovating bathrooms, um, buying a natural hot spring area, updating electrical and water connections at their parks, uh, improving parking. Let's hope that this happens across the country with all the state parks. Way to go, Idaho. Yes, we're very proud of you. I'm kind of snickering right now because Bo, the bugs must be bothering him a little. He keeps getting closer and closer and he's managed to lay on both of us feet. Yep, he is. He's a little troubled. Now this Idaho project is going to take 10 years, so not overnight, but uh, it's good. All right, when we come back, we've got RV questions of the week. Stay with us. Have you had it with overbooked, overcrowded campgrounds? Then check out Harvest Hosts, where RVers can overnight for free at more than 2,400 wineries, farms, microbreweries, golf courses, and attractions. Harvest Host is a membership service for those with self-contained RVs looking for unique, beautiful, and peaceful overnight camping experiences across North America. When you become a member of Harvest Host, you can camp for free at all these places. Jennifer and I are Harvest Host members, and we've made so many great memories at Harvest Host locations. There's no charge for camping, and your Harvest Host membership fee is easily made up with just a couple of stays. Plus, you have awesome places to stay. If you use our special affiliate link of rvlifestyle.com slash hh, you'll automatically get 15% off the cost of your membership. That's 15% off. But you must use the special link, rvlifestyle.com slash hh. Welcome back, and now for the question of the week. And this week is a uh, video question. And by the way, we would love to get your questions and comments. You can send them by video, just like Brad Olson did with this week's question. Hi, Mike and Jen. This is Brad Olson. I'm from Minnesota, currently in Custer State Park in South Dakota. I've got a big question for you, but before I give you my question, I've got to give you a little bit of background. I recently retired about six weeks ago as a professional educator, did 38 years of elementary school teaching along with 26 of those years being an athletic coach. Each one of those days was carefully planned with uh, lesson plans, uh, practice plans, game strategy, and so on. So my life has been very structured up until this moment. Now, when we, first day of retirement, my wife and I um, took off in our leisure travel van Wonder and we headed towards the Oregon coast. First stop was Winkler, Manitoba, the Leisure Travel Van Rally, which was outstanding. If you ever get a chance, I hope you get an opportunity to participate in that rally. It's really cool. Uh, from there, we went on into North Dakota, Montana, Idaho, Washington, down the Oregon coast, into California, Nevada, Utah, Wyoming, and now here we are in South Dakota. My question is, how do I get from having, which I did, have reservations every single night? So far, we've had 31 nights of, of camping. We've used Harvest Hosts, and we've also used the RV Trip Wizard, both of which you uh, have supplied us with a discount code. Thank you very much. I guess I owe you one for that. But we've used that 
tool to plan off all of our trips and it's been just fantastic. So we wake up in the morning and I know where we're going to be that night. However, the problem with that is what if we see things along the way or we want to stay an extra night? By having all those reservations, it really complicates things. How do I get to the point of waking up in the morning and not having a reservation and be driving down the road and find a place we want to stay and just have a little bit more serendipity travel in our life? Once again, thanks again for all the things you've done. I feel like I've attended RV Lifestyle School for the last several years and now I've graduated probably with honors of all the research that I've done and watched all your videos and and so on. So, But thanks again. Uh, every day we wake up and we've got another post from you, which is incredible, all the things that you guys continue to put out. I mean, at some point I'm thinking, you're probably going to run out of information, but you haven't. So it's been really cool. Thanks again. I hope we get to meet again someday. Um, if we do, I'm buying the uh, the first round of those um, Amish uh, donuts in the, the, the Rise and Roll in Elkhart. Those things were addicting. And you're right, they are fantastic. Thanks again, Mike and Jen. All I got to say is Brad's a hard act to follow. <laughs> what a beautiful job you did, Brad. Yeah, um, but that's a very good question, especially for somebody who uh, is used to having a very uh, structured life, lots of appointments and, a, you know, a smartphone and reminders and calendars and suddenly you're on the RV lifestyle. You can do whatever you want. So I guess uh, the way is, I would say, just remember you're not in complete control ever. Ever. Even though our schedule may think we are. Uh, you know, you're used to that work thing. Hey, this time you got a call and this time you got a meeting and whatever. But um, you're never in control because those things fall and they cancel and you, you just fill it with other stuff. Well, it's the same thing with RV. Uh, but the first thing is you got to have faith. you got to have faith that you will find a spot that night. It might not be a spot that you would ever want to stay at it again. <laughs> but you will find a place or else you will drive all night and it will give you great stories to talk about. Or you may find a spot that it's is... It's even better. It's even better. And I think at the time we were in, I think it was Detroit Lake, Minnesota. Remember that? And we had been... Uh, we were traveling serendipity. That's the way we love to travel with no reservations. And Well, that's the way I like to travel because I don't know what, what I'm going to see. Oh, I might cute. stop and see something on the way. And if I have to be at a time, at a reservation before they close at three. Anyway, so we weren't sure. And um, we looked at a couple, three spots. We didn't like them for camping. And we stopped and had dinner on Detroit Lake. And it was a beautiful lake. I think it was Detroit Lake. Maybe it was another lake, but it was in that area. And uh, it was a little restaurant, and we had a great dinner, and we're looking at the lake, and we're thinking, where are we going to go? And we asked the, the, the wait staff person, and uh, she went and talked with her manager, and he came back and said, yeah, you guys can stay right in our parking lot, no problem. So we had this gorgeous spot. On a lake. And on a lake that would have been a hundred bucks a month, a, a week, or a night a rather, a night if we hadn't, but we got it for free. So don't be afraid to ask. Churches often will let you stay if you're in a in a in a bind, but there are so many resources out there like um, Harvest Hosts, uh, Overnight RV Camping, Boondockers Welcome, and so many apps now and RV planning things. Uh, the Dirt, uh, Camp Nab, uh, RV Life, uh, CampgroundViews.com, which lets you actually see a video uh, ver uh, look at each of the campsites. Um, so many places. And we'll put links in our show notes, but um, 
Oh my, I don't even, I can't, I'm even thinking of other places where you could go. I know, and so often you get that campsite, you're just so happy you went through and looked at them all and you got the perfect site, and then you get a neighbor that maybe that's not so perfect. Yeah. So even perfect can be not so perfect. So, uh, there are times that you have to have a reservation. I mean, let's face it, in really popular areas. But this is a great time of the year to go camping, and this is a great time to be a little serendipity because there's not quite so much pressure for the campsites. And I think a hard one for me is often by in summer busy camping seasons, I don't like a lot of places to camp because a fire pit can be closer to your campsite than the other people's campsite. I mean, we've had fire pits like two feet oh. from uh, our rig, and I have allergies. And I mean, if I were in a tent, I'd probably have to pack it. Okay. You'd probably leave me because we'd have to pack up and go. Well, we are not big fans of campgrounds. Now, I, I say that. We just stayed at Lovingly. The, we stayed at the KOA in Nashville last week. It was one of the nicest campgrounds I've ever been at. The most welcoming, friendly, helpful people. Uh, very busy campsite, but they were just awesome. But in general, we prefer camping in state forests. Uh, they always have campgrounds. Uh, uh, National Forests, BLM lands, Corps of Engineer campgrounds, and they don't get a lot of attention, but there are hundreds and hundreds of county and municipal campgrounds all over mm -hmm. North America. Um, and they don't have big marketing campaigns. You might not even know it's there until you get into that town and uh, pull into the little city hall and say, hey, do you guys have a campground? And you might be surprised how many of them do. And uh, some great camping there too. So, yes, you do have to do a little planning. And I think that the planning part would be just, where do we want to be roughly today? Roughly. And uh, I think you want to plan to be wherever you're going to be by 3 or 4 o'clock before things close. So that if you do find one of those little campgrounds, they haven't gone home for the day and you can get your spot. Uh, same with businesses and, and things like that. But and. That also gives you time to decompress at the campsite, enjoy the area, maybe even do a little touring around. So have faith. You can you can find them, Brad. <laughs> and even when we have done camping, I'm always going back to that popcorn festival that we went to. I was reading through In Nebraska. Reading through local attractions and we found that camping place, mm -hmm. that popcorn festival, and they let us camp at their baseball diamond. We just yeah, you found a little notice that the popcorn festival was the weekend that we happened to be going through the uh, the the hill country of, of uh, the sand hills of Nebraska, and we went. It was the popcorn capital of the world. This oh, little it was town. an North, incredible story. North Loop, Nebraska. I mean, the popcorn from the world. And we had actually a ball. First of all, I'm a popcorn nut. They let us popcorn for them, make it, and uh, that was like Nirvana. These big tubs of popcorn. I, I could have. <laughs> I would like to have. Um, but then we said, well, where are we going to stay? We went to the police station. And I said, why don't you guys stay at the Little League Park? So we did. We did. Had a great night, quiet night there until the Little Leaguers came to play baseball at <laughs> 7.30 in the morning. But even that was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. So, Brad, lots of opportunities. Just be open for serendipity and have faith. You will find a place. All right, what about you guys? You got a question for us? You got a comment, anything you heard today in the show? Send it along. We love getting it in video like Brad just did. Uh, or you can t uh, email them. Um, but you can send all those comments and questions, whatever form you make them, at uh, Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. And that's the episode this week from Loblolly Ridge. We're going to uh, enjoy a beautiful clear night sky tonight. Do nothing but look at the sky. 
That gonna be fun? It really will be fun. So, happy trails!